Welcome to the Canine PT Academy podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Canine PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapists. And we are in 2024, guys. It is official now. The year is here of 2024. And I hope you all got to enjoy a good holiday break, got to recharge your batteries, got to maybe uh, uh, spend some time with family if that's you know, something that uh, uh, you do, or if it's traveling, if it is just figuring it out how to re-energize yourself so that way we can start the new year ready to go. For us, it was wonderful. Now, um, I haven't filled you guys up a little bit on what's been going on personally, but uh, Susie, our daughter, turned two in October. I think I shared that back back when, but she's just a, a very, very fun age, full toddler behavior, and which is fun and stressful at the same time, like some of you guys probably are well aware of. But it's been fun uh, this holiday season, being the first year that she kind of like starts to get it a little bit. She didn't know necessarily, didn't understand what Santa was and that kind of stuff. But once she opened a couple presents, then she got the hang of it and she got really good at ripping, uh, you know, the, the presents open, pulling the, the tissue paper from the bags and on that kind of stuff and just seeing her excited look, you know, like opening the her stuffed bingo from Bluey. It's kind of like her favorite. Somehow bingo is her favorite character from Bluey, which is uh, her favorite show. Uh, but she had like three different Bluey, like stuffed Blueys that people got her and no bingo. So we got her. One of the things we got her was bingo and she was super excited about it. But um, so it was good. We had a good break, spent some time with my wife's family down in southern Indiana before coming back to Chicago and then had some of my own family, my parents, my sister, my brother-in-law and niece visiting us too in Chicago and spending a few days. It was not a white Christmas in Chicago. Uh, we got a little bit of snow just on the uh, this weekend, the, on the 30th, the 31st, but um, not much. So we're going to see what this year is going to bring. Last winter season, for those of you in the Midwest and stuff, you know that it, it was actually fairly low in the amount of snow that we got. I remember in Chicago, we barely got snow in January and February, which is very unusual. So we'll see. I think I saw already the, um, a week from now or so, they're, they're already predicting at least a few inches of snow. So we're going to see how it goes. But exciting. It just is a busy time of the year, but also fun. And now just getting back into 2024. And once again, it's... It's also sometimes hard to get back into the hang of things, but also it's fun, you know, to get back to the hang of things. We're going to be doing our annual staff meeting next week, which is also a lot of planning goes into it, but very exciting time for us to get together and just start as a team, discuss uh, things for 2024, ideas, plans, strategies, and so we can kind of like keep moving together as a team. So very much looking forward to it as well. But that's kind of like what's been going on over here. I hope you guys, like I said, have a good break. But um, let's get to today's podcast episode, okay, which is about the number one mistake in marketing that I have noticed from canine rehab therapists. And if you have been following us for a while, then you know that I can talk about marketing all day. We just had a couple episodes with Megan Kelly on the Online Pet Health podcast about that. And, uh, you know, I think we could have even kept going even further. But 
The interesting thing is that I really didn't understand how marketing works when I started along this journey as a business owner and an entrepreneur back in 2017. But after becoming what I would say very, you know, uh, an expert, like someone who knows how to go about marketing in our field and how to go about business in the field of canine rehab, I've realized over time what I believe uh, has been the number one mistake that canine rehab therapists tend to make when it comes to marketing. And I wanted to share that with you today as we are starting a new year, as we start in 2024. So hopefully, if you find yourself making that mistake, you start working towards avoiding that okay so the number one mistake that can i rehab therapist makes when it comes from marketing is uh, uh confusing what many folks on our field do which is advertising and think that advertising is the same as marketing okay so the number one mistake is confusing advertising for marketing all right. So let's talk about what's the difference between those things, because it is basically what can really define your business, what can really define the audience that you're trying to attract, what can really define basically the whole way you set up things for your business. OK, so advertising is what most canary have therapists tend to do. And advertising is when you tell people what you do. You tell people your credentials, your training, your certification, your services, the modalities of treatment that you use, your laser therapy, your acupuncture, your underwater treadmill, and so forth. That's advertising. Advertising is you trying to get the word out that you have a canine rehab business and expecting the pet owner to get in touch with you when they think that they need your services. Now, can advertising work? And I've talked about this before, that it actually can, because it's how many canary rehab therapists have actually gotten fairly busy through the years doing that. Now, the real question for you to ask yourself is advertising that way, helping you distinguish yourself from the competition? The answer is no. And that's a big reason why I have preached over and over again for my students, for my mentees to focus on marketing instead. And that's how just like ourselves at the Canine PT, they've been able to build a Canine Rehab business that actually helps them stand out from the competition around them. Okay, because here's one big thing that we need to understand. That the field of animal rehab and integrative medicine is changing and it's growing at a very fast pace and by fast i mean fast and i've been on this field and now it's going to be 10 years actually now this year it's going to mark 10 years that i started this journey as a canine rehab therapist and those of you who maybe have been around during that period of time or some of you potentially even longer you know what i mean so for example 10 years ago here in chicago where i'm at in the city proper of chicago Back then, there were two places offering canine rehabilitation services. One place that is a large specialty multi-center all over the United States that does surgery in every specialty that there is out there, and they have a rehab department, and they've been open uh, um, probably since, uh, I don't know, like 2012, 2013 or something like that. And then the other place was the first canine rehab place in the city of Chicago that opened probably a good like 19, 20 years ago now. So that was 10 years ago, those two places. Now, if you go and you look it up, in the city proper of Chicago, 
there is at least a good like eight to ten places that's not even counting the places out in the suburbs which add a lot more to it and that's just here and i'm sure it's different in some areas of the country but areas of the country that for example pittsburgh i live when i started this journey back in 2014 i was actually living in pittsburgh before i moved to chicago in 2015 and at that point in time in pittsburgh there was literally no place offering rehab the first place was about to open it was a specialty center that was about to start offering rehab and now I know at least a few people in Pittsburgh that do this. And I think I believe there's at least a handful of places that do it. All right. So this has just been a growth over the last like five to 10 years. So like when I say that our field is growing fast, I mean, it's growing fast. Of course, some areas you're going to see that uh, 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 growth happen quicker compared to other areas of the country or even some of you guys internationally as well. But there is no doubt that the field is growing and it's there's no stopping, which is wonderful because we need the field to grow. We need more people doing what we do so we can help more pets, so we can help more pet parents. But because of that, we also need to understand that if we're marketing a service, if we're advertising a service, I should say, then it's going to get harder and harder for us to stand out from the competition because the consumer is going to think that what you have to offer is the same that they can buy for less from someone else down the street from you and we need to understand the fact that most pet owners and even as some of you guys are probably well are well aware even most veterinarians as well do not fully comprehend what rehab and integrative medicine really entails and they have this misconception that it is just as simple as doing laser therapy and putting a dog in an underwater treadmill okay and the thing is that many clinics that opened up 10, 15 plus years ago, they were able to, by default, become the go-to place for canine rehab in that city, in that area. And they got very busy over that period of time because they could simply just advertise what they did. And by default, veterinarians were referring to them. People were finding out about them because there was no one else really to compete or just one or two places around it. But as I mentioned before, that's changing. The landscape is changing very quickly. And with more competition, it's going to become even more important for you all to understand the difference between marketing and advertising. All right, so hopefully this is making sense of why this is so important. The other interesting thing about it is that people often ask me, friend, how can I market can I rehab to my community? How can I go about it? And my answer is plain and simple. You can't. You cannot market canine rehabilitation because of what I just mentioned to you all, that people don't understand what canine rehabilitation really entails. You know, and, so, and I see that's the mistake that I see clinics making, advertising that spanking new expensive build outs that they have, the brand new expensive underwater treadmill, or advertising all the certifications and all the alphabet soup letter, letters that we have behind your name. Okay, but then they start getting stuck because they're advertising a commodity. They're advertising something that it can be very easy for other clinics to provide the same. So it's not really helping them stand out from other clinics around them. And that's why a lot of canine rehab clinics then get stuck at a certain level of a price point that they feel that they can't really go above it. Okay, and even or even worse, what I have seen happen is clinics deciding that what we're going to have to do is charge less, but see more patients. 
and I have talked with clinic owners, therapists that are seeing 15, 20, even one I saw that they're seeing by themselves 22, 24 dogs a day. Like basically working for like 10 hours, having two patients come in every hour or yeah, every half hour or so, so two patients come every hour, like seeing 20 appointments just so they can feel like they can generate enough, or enough revenue to hopefully break even. And not to mention the fact of an episode that we talked uh, about a month or so ago in terms of corporates and how corporates are looking at rehab and not fully understanding that it's a different business model that they have to run compared to general practice or other specialties. So that suddenly these corporates are having these people see a high volume of patients and this therapist, unfortunately, and I'm sorry if that's you, unfortunately, they're getting burned out from this wonderful field of canine rehab because of this high volume of patients that they're having to see just to try to prove to corporate that the business can be sustainable. And if you really look at the core of it, one of the main things on why, one of the main reasons on why they're getting stuck is because of their marketing strategy is actually focusing on advertising rather than actually marketing. And they don't even realize that. Right. So what can you do to not get stuck as well is to start understanding the difference between marketing and advertising. And then, of course, taking that a step further and work on learning and implementing real marketing strategies that's going to help you set yourself apart from any competition around you. Right. Because we tend to think that marketing is about getting our schedule full of new clients. Right. That's another thing that I hear often. It's like, friend, I don't need marketing. My schedule is already full. But the thing is that real marketing is about getting the schedule full of new clients who are happy to pay you what you're worth. And that's a big difference. It's very easy for me to get the schedule full if I'm undercharging. See what I mean? Now, to wrap it up, here's the thing, guys. Through the KNIPT Academy now that we have been going now for... Uh, let's see, when did they start Canapity Academy now? Kind of like informally in 2019 and kind of like more officially like afterwards. But it's been like five years now. And during that period of time, we have helped over 50 canine rehab therapists understand more about this concept. And most importantly, have helped them gradually build the systems within their business to implement this real marketing strategy, which has allowed them to not just make canine rehab their full-time thing, but make their canine rehab business something that helps bring fulfillment and joy into their lives, rather than a business that they feel that it drains energy from them, that it takes away their time from family, that it takes away their ability to find their fulfillment and their purpose in life. And the way we have done that is through our main program, the Business Accelerator Program, that if you have been listening long enough, With us on the podcast, you likely have heard me promote this. Last fall was the most recent time when we launched our last group of students. And then we actually just wrapped things up uh, a week before Christmas in December. And it was wonderful to help this new student start to kind of like grasp this concept and understand how this kind of like can really work for them. But going into 2024, I know that some of you need this. I know that some of you potentially want this. And you don't want to wait until we potentially offer the business accelerator program again. And you're like, friend, I want this help now. 
I don't want to wait until in the spring or in the summer or whatever it may be. I want to kick 2024 into high gear and I don't want to wait for it. And I want to figure this out now. And if that's you, then reach out to us, whichever way works for you, by email, by DM on social media, um, by sending me a personal message if you're friends on Facebook. And if you're not friends on Facebook, feel free to friend request me, guys. I really love it. But just reach out to us, whichever way it's easier for you, because I have personally opened my schedule this quarter, the first quarter of 2024, to personally and directly help you. And I mean only you, because that's how much time I have right now with all the other projects, all the other things I have going on in life and in business. But I open up my schedule to help two of you through this process individually, basically walking you through step by step on how to start or grow the canary head business of your dreams in 2024. All right. And if that's you, please reach out. You reaching out doesn't commit you to anything, but at least it allows us to have a conversation and see if we would be a good fit to help you out or not. All right. If that's not you, that's okay too. I hope you still found benefit from today's podcast because this is a topic that I feel is really important for you all to understand, especially if you're getting caught in this hamster wheel of not understanding how you can stand out from the competition and getting worried about more and more people getting into our field and the competition growing and looking at it as a threat rather than something that is actually good for us. Competition is good because competition is help the people who want to elevate themselves to the top to get there and actually stand out from people. And it takes more work. It is harder, but at the end is what makes it all worth it. All right. I hope you guys have a good one and enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapist. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at k9ptacademy.com. That's hello at k9ptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k9ptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheets, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the K9 rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.